So this practice this morning uh, is not a fully guided meditation, but I just want to give a few notes, a few threads of continuity to pull together some of what was offered last night as we were beginning to explore renunciation and how it relates to our practice slash life, same, same. We were talking about renunciation as part of the middle path, the way to the ending of suffering of dukkha and renunciation is part of wise intention along with non-harm and non-ill will or in reverse metta and compassion and There's a, a deep interweaving of those eight path factors. They're not a list, they're, they're presented sometimes as a list, um, but it's really a beautiful, organic, living, inter, interacting, way. Uh, yeah, for, for instance, um, one of the suttas, uh, the Buddha describes it this way, one tries to abandon wrong intention, remember how the Buddha placed at one point practiced with noting his thoughts side uh, um, putting to one side or one awareness uh, thoughts of wrong intention thoughts of sensuality ill will and harm harmfulness so one tries to abandon to note to watch its arising and passing of wrong intention and to enter into right intention, renunciation, freedom from ill will and harmlessness. It goes on, this is one's right effort, this is one of, a part of the, that Eightfold Path, right effort. One is mindful to abandon wrong resolve and enter and remain in right resolve, this is one's right mindfulness. These qualities circle around each other, right view, right effort, right mindfulness, or wise view, effort, mindfulness, run and circle around right intention. Joseph Goldstein is uh, often cited as uh, describing renunciation as the experience of non-addiction. So good. Like non-ill will, it's non-addiction. Non-harm, non-addiction. So what are we addicted to? Is it 
the story of who I am, the story of how the world is. Is it, uh, you know, just my things and my pleasures that I um, feel attachment and clinging to? Not only are we addicted to the sensation of wanting, but if we look closely, it's maybe even more so being hooked on the sensation of relief when we get what we want, or when we are when we get to affirm, yeah, see, that is how I am. Yeah, you see, that's how they are. And then it's like, ah, oh, the relief of that, the, the wanting sensation is so sometimes subtle, but so strong, so powerful. Um, it's said that anger is more painful, but desire is much harder to let go of. Much harder. Uh, <clears throat> Sylvia Borstein says <laughs> she's a wonderful, wonderful teacher. I just love the way she says things. And, and she says this, human beings have the amazing ability to not do something they feel like doing. <laughs> oh. That's amazing! Well, <laughs> to not do something we feel like doing. She says, it's a big accomplishment. <laughs> uh, the mind, just like life, is full of seductive Alice in Wonderland signs that say, think me, do this. The powerful gift of the practice of renunciation is the capacity for restraint, the ability to read each sign as it comes into view and decide whether or not that's where you want to go. Human beings have this amazing ability to not do something we feel like doing. <laughs> well done. That's, that's, yeah. <clears throat> so let's practice that here on the cushion when we're, uh, have renunciated some of the other distractions and we can <coughs> attend to um, the workings of this heart, body, mind. Um, I'll, I'll just mention that this morning when I was practicing there was a time when there, there was coolness at my back and there's quite a pretty calm and slow but a inner dialogue should I pull my shawl up over my back and wrap it around and just be that extra level of comfort and coziness and uh, so I was just like the Buddha did. What kind of thought is this? Oh, it's a, it is a thought of sensuality, of wanting a little more comfort, wanting to get rid of the sensation of a little bit of unpleasantness. And so noting what kind of thought it was uh, was really helpful. 
It's just like, oh, I see that. And then I, it made space for curiosity to, what is this sensation? Oh, it's a little bit of coolness. It's really okay. It's just a little bit of coolness. It was fine. You know, if 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 it was like, you know, I, I have an arthritic hip and it was really, you know, bone on bone and just overwhelming awareness of suffering, I would move. I would move mindfully, gently, with a great deal of compassion and care, and then become still again. So I'm not saying, you know, it's not grin and bear it. I was also recalling what we were talking about last night of sitting under the rose apple tree, like just What amount of effort is needed here to just abide? These breezes are moving through, these sounds are happening around, these thoughts are moving through. It was all fine. So I'll just give a few words at the beginning and the remainder will be in silence. Acknowledging the non-harm and non-ill will that you're giving your body with your posture the supports that you've brought in, the intention for wakefulness and uprightness without overstriving or causing any harm. And feel yourself receive that gift that you've given yourself and soften into it, drop into it. Widen into it. If you've already chosen an anchor and and quote-unquote started what feels like your practice, see if you can just let that subside for a moment. And we're just going to allow several minutes of just taking our seat. We can use this tool of the mind to either recollect or imagine a time, a place like Siddhartha Gautama had as a young person sitting under that shade with community around us, perhaps some feeling of safety contentment? Was there, has there been a time or a place where you've experienced a glimpse of that? Or imagining what that would feel like? 
what that could feel like for you. We'll take a few minutes of silence here just to be with that, softening, relaxing. from this place of kind attention, deciding, choosing an anchor, an anchor that will be a resting place for your attention. A place that feels like home, that where there can be some ease and comfort in abiding. So as we've been practicing, this could be the place of sensation at the area of the nostrils as breath comes in and out. Or the rise and fall of the chest. Or the expansion and contraction of the belly. These are embodied breath anchors. As we recall, we've also practiced with embodied sensation anchors <coughs> of just feeling a touch point or contact, perhaps sensations of hands or feet or the whole body in this posture. So trust, trust where your attention is drawn to rest. And then choosing now to just continue with that anchor, that resting place for the remainder of this practice. Even if a thought arises later, maybe this would have been better, or that's, that's not working for me now. You're just going to choose one now.
For this practice, may I be content with this choice. And then at various times for all of us, attention will be drawn to other sensations, thoughts, memories, plans, desires, etc. And now we know human beings have the amazing (coughs) ability to not do something they feel like doing. So for this practice, we're just going to say, not right now. We're not pushing anything away. But just feeling that pull to something else. And renunciating, just let it move through. Not right now, I'm just going to begin again right here. With kindness.
as we rest under the rose apple tree is there mindfulness beginning again with your anchor and is there curiosity what is it really like the sensations at this anchor is there energy if there's not much energy turn up the curiosity is there joy the bliss of renunciation that nothing else needs to be any other way right now right now it's like this and is there calm Ajahn Chah says, if you let go a little, you will have a little happiness. If you let go a lot, you will have a lot of happiness. If you let go completely, you will be free.
if there's been a lot of challenge in mind or body or heart in these last moments, continue to pay attention and watch what happens. Where does it go when the bell sounds? Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.